two, three. Testicles. One, two, three. <laughs> Test, testes. Test testes. Driving. <laughs> yes. This is a family show. It's a <laughs> Not um, <laughs> it's so good. Um, hello, welcome. You are listening to the Monsters of Talk. Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. I'm here with my co-host. Hi, I'm Jim Short. Today, Jim, we've gone back all the way across the world now, and we um, are now in Atlanta, Georgia. And we have guests today who we saw last night, who we just fell in love with. The moment mm -hmm. we saw Mr. Brent Starr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, That's what I call an introduction, Hanny. The, the moment we saw you, okay, first of all, you showed up in the most gorgeous outfit that I thought you were ready to go on. Yeah, I, do, I did that on purpose. Was I it, love that. I love showing up glammed out, dressed to kill, and like, oh no, this is just, this is just for backstage. Well, in the drag world, that's called my walk around. Oh, your walk around. Yeah, that's what the glamour girls, see, I, I'm a camp drag queen the glamour girls call it their walk around and to us it looked really nice i'm like i thought that was the outfit uh-huh so i uh -huh. so i'm still i do so every once in a while i do a walk around too oh wow but if, if, oh okay because now please please do <laughs> please explain to our listeners because that's the first time they've heard everybody just went oh there's a there's a glitch in the in the podcast no that was that was an, an intentional um a noise i and i you were doing it and i was screaming in the crowd last night when i first heard you first first you changed the, yes so he would so let's just talk about what he was wearing last he, he was wearing um i was wearing my spider spider-man spandex pants mm -hmm. and my pumps my mm -hmm. black leather pumps that came all the way to my knees mm -hmm. then i wore a sleeveless vest leather and then mm -hmm. a top hat then my gloves with the bracelets and then of course i was glittered <laughs> you, you were, wait, wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You were, you were, you were, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, hold up, hold up, hold up, slow your roll, slow your roll. So, we need to, we need to, like, come back and examine everything. So, you, but you had, like, the, the top hat had a glitter band and you also had a glitter belt. Yeah, oh, see, I forgot about those little accessories, that's true. Yeah, so you were, um, will you, will you say it again for us? I was glitter down. <laughs> <laughs> and you looked beautiful but then you came on stage you completely changed into a um was it a cat suit it was a cat yeah that was more like a costume as opposed to me just walking around mm -hmm. to some people that's the costume that i had on but for me that was just my walk around that's just your walk around yeah but um i changed it to my cat suit and you know um because i love the thundercats but the show is called no live animals comedy oh, variety show uh, i see so that's why i wore that suit Okay, and but you were you were still like you were you were so banging, but it was a totally different approach mm -hmm. because first we saw we saw him, and then it, the outfit was like I don't know, it was like really you were saying it was kind of like um, Camp Ben Vereen from Roots, yeah, <laughs> like Gay Chicken George, yeah, like Drag Chicken George, oh all glammed God. out. She was serving as um, I wanted to grab you and like hold you up to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> because you were such a beautiful baby. I wanted to lift you up, up to the heavens with my hands. Because I was, who's this beautiful boy? This beautiful baby. Oh, my God. But he said gay chicken George. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's fair. So you were serving as roots. <laughs> and then. But that was just walk around. 
I want I want to do a TV show with you. Walk around Texas Ranger. Oh yes, it's the most glammed out lawman. Fierce dispensing justice. And say I'm just walking around. Just walk, but dispense just but like in a, in a duster. You need a, a rhinestone duster, like oh, a long coat. Right, you right. Walk around. Texas I love Ranger. the way he talks. You from Australia? Mm-hmm. I'm from Australia originally. You just sound like you love to wrestle alligators or something. I know that is me all around. <laughs> it, it, he is from Australia. He is international, but I think it's also a little different accent because you lived in Texas. Yes. So it's and you know so it's 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 not quite exactly it's Australia and then Australia, Texas, California, and then people think I'm British too, probably because I've listened to so much British television and. Interviews with British musicians, so uh, there's you know there's a bit of bit of bit of down the pub, down the in pub. there as well. But we, so it's it's just an odd accent. So you got a little you know, bit of everything in yeah. you. But we do. don't have um, like a whore. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have a. I can't even do it, girl. Okay, do it. Okay, you lip sync to it, and I do it. <laughs> that was Margaret Cho, y'all. We're gonna have to get that on video. That is brilliant. So that that's like your signature. Um, not move, but sound. Yes, it's like a, it's like a, it's not like a lip smack, but it's a, it's a. It's my tongue smacking, but my lips are going along with it. It's, it's brilliant. <laughs> Can we hear that again? It's like a, um, you know, like the Hmong people in Thailand. The, you know, those weird people that have all the rings around their neck. They do like a weird kind of a sound like that in their. <laughs> you know, like you in serious? their language, yeah, like there are like people like that. I don't know. Sometimes people use like clicks and pops in their language, but it's usually those people that are extreme culture where they, you know, like elongate their neck, mm-hmm. you know, like they're Thai, the Thai, the hill tribes in Thailand and just weird um, cultures. So maybe, maybe you're <laughs> descended somehow or you're reincarnated. No, it's because growing up, I used to eat a lot of now ladies and sour pickles. <laughs> So then, and you can't help it. You can't help it because it would just get stuck to you, the roof of your mouth. And it's brilliant too because when it's when it's on a on a live stage, amplified, it just reverberates around the room. Because the first time you did it, Margaret and I were sat there and we just about fell out of our chairs <laughs> because it was so brilliant that you're like, what was what was that? What was that? And then you you get to get on like, oh, that's his that's his thing, and it's it was so brilliant. It was so brilliant, and you were so brilliant last night. An attention grabber, it really is. Yeah, because it make it stops everything. Everybody goes, what's good? What? And never mind that you're dressed like you know Eartha Kitt. <laughs> going no, wild. my favorite when Margaret said. Um, I look like Blondie fifty years. <laughs> fifty years ago, because that's what it—that's what they look. Because Blondie yes. is, is one of the strippers at the Claremont Lounge. She's quite a beautiful black woman, yeah. but she's eight, eight, you know, in her not old age. She's probably about 70, 75. 80, 90, Yeah, she's older. Yeah, but she's a beautiful woman, and you look like you know her maybe twenty when she's 20. yeah. She yeah she's uh, yeah she's very known in Atlanta from the Claremont Lounge and blonde. Yeah. <laughs> But beautifully, like, like beautifully, like, and kind of tigery, you know. Tigery. Na- well, she has that tiger <laughs> yeah. kind of quality. She's a feline. Yeah, she's a, she's a cat. Okay, she's a cat, and I'm a pussy. Yeah, mm. pussy cat. Mm. And so last night, so you came out. Um, you did a genius thing where you, you know, there was music, but then it would stop, so you could tell jokes. Yes, I I did that 
that's that comes from me, but I think subconsciously it comes from watching shows like Laugh Ins. Those that's old, what it's like. Those old shows. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't consciously um, get that from them, but subconsciously I think I that's that's how it it, it entered into my psyche. You know how you do things subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you sleep with somebody, you didn't realize it, <laughs> just subconsciously. Yeah, your subconscious <laughs> just sucked that dick. You didn't, you didn't want to, honey. <laughs> oh, this dick tastes like now nah, later. <laughs> that was a real sour pickle. <laughs> Ooh, this dick took out my feelings. <laughs> Oh, and my other favorite joke of yours last night, Margaret, is when you told that guy he looked like the kid from Social Network. The well, guy that sat in the front row. Well, that's who it was. I was like, that is fucking Social <laughs> Network. I, and, and those people, okay, these people in the front row. We have to set the stage here. We have to oh, yeah. explain. Great show in Atlanta, but there was some, a rambunctious crew down in the very front row who yes. who, who were the life of the... Well, they, they were there for a birthday party, I guess. Yes, they were there for a birthday party. And they all yeah, looked like they'd just gotten out of, like, you know, at the stock exchange or something, sort of like with their with their button-down shirts yeah. and their trousers. Yeah, they actually came dressed up. These guys, they came to a comedy festival that they do every year at the Laughing Skull, and I closed out the show, and they were just, like, hollering. They were like, yeah, 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 we want to come back. <laughs> you know, straight. So they were like, we want to come back, man. And so on Facebook, they just got overly excited almost oh. every day. They was uh-huh. like, we're coming, we're coming. And even down to one status says seven more hours. Oh, my God. And all this. I, I oh, didn't my God, even, countdown. I didn't even, there was no red flag like there. I didn't. I just thought they were just having fun. And mm-hmm. I still think they were just having fun. They just got a little wasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but the one guy, I think, did he stand up? Because he was wearing the vest. All three of them stood up. Yeah. <laughs> they kept standing up. Yes. Well, they kept being part, but the one guy, it was his birthday. The with the vest? With the vest. That yeah. was his birthday, And yes. then he immediately started talking to you. Like, I mean, straight away. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think he felt like he owned that night, and he kind of he kind of did, as far as audience is concerned. Yeah. That was their night. Yeah. The girls were, like, pissed off. Like, the blonde girl was not, she was not pissed off, but the brunette was immediately angry. Like at me, like when I went on, she was like immediately like kind of angry. And that's why I was just kind of like, I just, I'm like, I was like, look, I'm just, I was going to do jokes in Orzu's song, but then I thought I'm just going to start reading people because this is not going to work, obviously, because she's, she's pissed off. Why was she pissed off? I don't know. Sometimes like, sometimes when, um, I think when a girl's in the audience and they see a girl on stage, they get pissed off. Like if it, they're, they're a little drunk. And then their boyfriend's having a good time, yeah, yeah. and then you know, and they, and they see a girl. It it it's sort of like this thing because it was a hypersexualized environment because you go, you were turning them on, those guys. I don't know what was going. on. I was confused too. You were turning them on. I was ready for them, but I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's back to that subconscious thing from before, yeah. right? <laughs> they were so so sub not even subconscious though. They were no, like no, th- fully those guys were they, didn't, they didn't care. Well, they couldn't keep their hands off you. It's no. like it's like there was this weird thing where they all wanted to jump on stage and literally manhandle you. Yeah. That's the thing what you just said. They wanted to be on stage. Yeah. It was the the That's attention That's all it was. Sort of, right? Yes. They they were their attention horse, especially social network. Especially the social network started making out with you. Yeah, but yes. In that, in that weird fake like smashing his kiss. cheek on your cheek. Like stage kiss type thing. Yeah. And he it, loved it. He wanted he to do it twice. It. And then I kissed him for real on the cheek. He was uh-huh. like, mm. 
<laughs> and then the birthday boy, he stayed hard the whole night. I can tell. Because you know I sat he on his was, lap. I know. I know. He was hard. Because I was saying, you sat on his lap, and he was totally hard. <laughs> and I was like, this is really amazing. Like, these guys are super, I don't know what, what it is, but they're super open about it. Yeah, straight guys have changed. I mean, you still got the homophobic ones, of course, but you got a lot of straight guys who are more secure about themselves, mm -hmm. and they really don't give a shit. And a lot of straight guys flirt with me. Well, you're a beautiful all woman. The time. You make a beautiful woman. But sometimes it's boring because, okay, all this flirt, I need to give me something. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, what is that about? <laughs> need some follow through. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a follow-up meeting. You know what I'm saying about that flirting. <laughs> do they do that after? Have you have you have you have you had it like after? No. Every once in a while, they want to kiss, and mm -hmm. I think they're afraid to actually have sex. But a lot of them, like some, sometimes they'll surprise you. They want like a real kiss. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then they'll run back to the girl or whatever. It's good though, but it's that's good. good Cause I don't. You know what? I flirt, but I don't want nobody else's man. I want my own. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And those guys, I mean, it's just that they, so it was crazy. So then they kept, I, I was watching them and they kept getting up and looking at each other and that they were like, let's go to the bathroom. And you know, that kind of thing where you know they're doing blow. Because that's so Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So oh, yeah. could you tell that? Um, I was busy changing to another costume because you know, I changed right. costumes all night, but I did hear that. Yeah. And I think that added to the story of the rage that happened in the hallway. So then which one got up and hit? Was it the vest? Was yes, it Maroon 5? So Maroon 5. Yes. I like that one too. Maroon 5. Miss, Miss Maroon 5. Pussy. Um, so she hit, Maroon 5 hit the other guy with the blue shirt or social network? The blue shirt, the best friend. Oh, the best friend. So yeah. he hit him and then the mom got hit too? That's what I had heard it. <laughs> but you had not seen it. Yeah, right. One man right. had heard it. She, I had heard it, but I had sound it. You had not sound it, so you didn't know. So you didn't know. But like, um, so then the mom, the mom was like Joan Van Ark from Not Not's Landing. Oh my God. The, you know, the mom. She was just like she was really Joan Van Ark, mm -hmm. and just sitting there. Yeah, she was sort of presiding. She just wanted to make sure that 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 he didn't get that the the the, the, the her son in the vest didn't get too undressed. Oh, at the beginning she of the show, yes. She was sure that yeah. there was some... Do but then they were so just wild. And the girls were crazy, too. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it just descended into... Like, but like the just girlfriend was actually... She was pretty. She was very pretty. She was mm -hmm. very pretty. Yeah. They were They were all... They were actually... All of them were good-looking. Yeah. They good were all good-looking people. I call them the cast from Revenge. They were. They were. <laughs> yeah. They were the cast from Revenge. And they were giving... They were... They were, you know... But they needed some revenge on them. Well, he took revenge out on everybody. I don't know if he hit the mom because she wouldn't let him strip. I don't know what it was. But he probably uh, went to go punch someone and end up punching his mother. I think she That's got in, such I like think out she of got in the way trying to be a hero or whatever. <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. And she got hit. And I felt so freaking no. bad for her. I really Because she seemed like a super sweet person. Yes. Even though when they it. got in limousine, she probably, you know, stabbed him. I don't know. We don't know if she's a violent person or not. No. We don't know. So then they, they got kicked. Did they get kicked out? They he did only he did, and mm -hmm. then they called the limo because they because this was this, this was his night so they went and this was his night just to come to the comedy club 
get drunk and flirt with me on stage. Yes, yes. And then a guy named Limousine, there's no. T- and then I went out and I felt bad for him, and I went to see if he was okay. And he walked towards me, and I was like, "Oh God, Brent, this is so stupid. Why are you coming out here after you hear this? Mama got punched, his best friend got punched. You a dumb bitch. Why are you coming out here?" And he came and to me, and then he gave me a, a really tight, long hug. Mm-hmm. But it was, it felt like whatever he was going through, he was over it. It felt like it, he was calm. I could feel the uh-huh. peace the from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that was weird. That was so weird. I have never witnessed that before. But that that kind of violence, you can almost smell it in the room. Yeah. You know, like, that's why I was like, I got to get out of here because it started to get like, you know, like, oh, this is going to get fucked up. Like, other people were saying the same exact thing. They said, we can tell something was about to happen. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it coming because, again, I I was so busy doing this and that and this. Yeah, you're working. Yeah. I mean, you and you, um, you know, and you had to change. Now you changed into the blue cat suit and then it had a different, not a. Yeah, that was a, um, that was a cluck. Yeah, and a, and a knee, and I lift my knee up and lift your knee up. Yeah, so it's like a I don't know. And what was that character's name? He's a character that I'm working on. He's kind of new. That's avant garde. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a blue, a blue tight uh, one cat piece suit. cat suit. Velvet. It's vel- yeah, it was velvet. velvet. Like old school tight mm-hmm. cat. I mean, it was so tight. I know you can see all of my pussy crack and everything. But your it's neck, your back. <laughs> Yo, and your crack. We saw it all, darling. We saw it all, honey. And the birthday hat. The birthday hat was the great. <laughs> yeah, I had a birthday touch. hat on, white glasses. I, to the match birthday my, hat askew, the white glasses. It was brilliant. To and match the, my and white that, boots. What was that? The white boots and that bag. And a huge white bag. That bag, which is like a hula hoop. Yeah. It's like a hula hoop <laughs> with um, leather on it. Yeah, white leather. <laughs> It's because you need to have a lot of things, and then that character is quite clownish. Yeah, avant garde is quite a almost like a Cirque du Soleil clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a European clown. Yeah, some stuff like that that I create. Other people like you would give me that kind of feedback because I totally don't see it as that. I just saw it as um, that's why he's new because I'm still trying mm-hmm. to develop him. I think he's great. I think he's really. I think he's really. Yeah, he's I really think he's gonna take. I think I have a feeling this could be one of those characters just gonna grow on his own. I can't write for him. No, because it's just you. Just have all of his accessories, and then you'll see. You know, you'll just see. Right. What happens? So the but the main character that you do is just Brent Starr. Yes, that's the main character. Mm-hmm. And, um, that, and that would be like the the, the cat suit. No, Brent Starr wears. Brent Starr does a. In my mind, Brent Starr is just literally just an entertainer. Mm-hmm. So he does whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's who he is. Like, yeah. So that's a blanket term of like all the different characters are Ex- underneath of Brent Starr. Exactly right. So he's then the central character. The central character, and then he has the different personas. Yes. So he's the cat persona, or or avant garde. Right, because I don't always come out in a cat suit. That was just for that night because it was a good crowd. And then I was like, let's get this cage. Because, you know, when the curtains opened, everybody thought I was first. Everybody thought I was wearing my Spider-Man spandex, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when right. the curtains opened, you saw me in a cat suit inside of that cage. Right. Because I so was exciting. like, why not? It's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's so exciting. I, I have a video um, for one of my songs where I have, um, I'm in a cat suit and I'm in a cage. And um, it's so... Jim, I can't tell you how exciting it is to wear a cat suit and be in a cage. Were mm-hmm. you like a cat suit like I was, like yes. leopard or it, animal or just it's, a- it's like a, it's like yeah, le- like a um, cat suit like with tiger stripes. Okay. And it was the same sort of like honey blonde color. 
Okay. And then I had like a long honey blonde wig. So it was actually very similar to you. So uh, I'll send it to you and then you'll go, this bitch. <laughs> took this my bitch, shit. This bitch took my shit. <laughs> this bitch. Yeah, I know something like that wasn't original, but it was fun. It was fun. No, no, no. It, it is so totally fun. original. It's totally original for you. It's totally original because it's... Yeah, for me, yeah, it It's was. you. Yeah. And you're coming out and you're doing comedy. And it's that's what's so exciting is that... Because a lot of drag is um, not comedy. A lot of drag is lip syncing, um, realness, or, you know... And, and you know, there, there, there's a very few people that are doing, like, something that's what... You know, you're doing so many different things. Right. We we do have a lot of drag queens in Atlanta who are funny on the mic. Yeah. We yeah. do have a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I think what makes me stand out is because I go into so many different characters and different looks. And, it's, yeah. and it has nothing to do with... Uh, me doing that on purpose it's just more comfortable for me because mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't try to look like a real woman that's why I don't tuck all the way I right. want, you know what I'm saying because if a guy flirt me if he likes me when we go home I want you to know I have a you know what I'm saying <laughs> oh, 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 I need to look that up in the dictionary <laughs> I have to google it I need to google translate that Dude, can you pull up google translate for me <laughs> Okay. And you know, I tell the crowd right away, this ain't my camel toe, this is my mistletoe, hun, when he sticks out. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Ma- okay. Mary, Mary. <laughs> Mary, Mary. Um I, do you have a do you have a background in like being on stage anyway? Because you're because you're so in command of the stage. And that's um, the thing. I've been it's, doing it, I've been performing all my life, literally. Mm-hmm. Even when I used to watch Margaret doing All American Girl. Oh god, I'm telling my age. Oh, um, no, gosh. I thought you were like 20. How old are you? 29. So um, I know you're young. You're young. Just a baby. No. <laughs> um, Brent Starr, yes, I'm 29. Yes. Um, when I, yeah, even when I used to watch it, I was, I was doing theater. I was doing theater. Is, is, theater is my roots. Yeah. And then stand up briefly and then drag and then back to stand up. Stand up, drag has... Drag has been incredibly important in my performing, my performances. But I think of you more as, don't you think of him more as a stand-up? Well, I was just going to say, because cause it, you, you seem like you had a, a more of a command of the stage and, and of comedy uh, than some drag performers might. Like, they might get right. up and they've got their persona, but you really, you really dealt with it like a comic. No, like you've comedy that, is that my background. number one. Is yeah. is my love. That's who I am. What I meant by it's important because I don't mind saying this on your podcast. When I first started drag, actually, I quit because I was too gay on stage, and I didn't want to be known as that quote unquote gay comedian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was terrified, actually. Um, I went through a phase where I was not uncomfortable being gay, but uncomfortable everybody knowing that I'm gay. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And right before I did drag, I was becoming more and more comfortable with myself. But drag just, I've, I've done shows where it's, it'll be in a bar or a restaurant. Or like, you know where Blake's is, right? Right, of course. The huge window. I would go out in the street during a song and perform out there. And the crowd would go wild. But what was actually happening, any inhibitions or fear that I had was constantly being depleted from me. Yeah. And I mm. feel very strong now. I want people to know I'm gay now. It's It's completely not anything to hide but yeah i went through that phase well it's i think cool. that's the thing about stand-up it's such a vulnerable <clears throat> place i mean people think 
or you're up on stage and whatever, but it is very vulnerable. And mm -hmm. if there's something like that, that is that, that not that you're trying to get away from or whatever, but if, you know, that's so apparent on stage that if you weren't comfortable on stage with that, it, oh, it, would it really wouldn't work. Show. Yeah. It would not work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then yeah. that mm -hmm. the other gave you like that, like it doesn't matter anymore. It gave you that oh, full, no. full confidence to go up and just be you. Oh, yeah. Now it's me being ashamed of it. It's a complete joke. <clears throat> but it's important for me to say that to people because sometimes you can allow, if you're not careful, you can allow fear mm -hmm. to keep you from um, bringing extra light into this world. Right. Yeah. Because you might have a powerful gift. You might have Ooh. something to present that could help a lot of people or inspire right. others, but you don't because you're afraid of who you are. Yeah. And oh, I went through that phase. Yeah. And I ain't ashamed to admit it, I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you really remind me of, and it's interesting, um, it is a little, because I know a little bit about um, Santeria and a little bit about voodoo and about the Yoruban, those religions, these African religions that came over um, with the slaves, and then they uh, were forced to become Christians, so they would pray to saints, but they would think about their old gods. And then because of that, they became all these different symbolic, um, iconic figures. And what you reminded me of was like, like a, sort of like a Papa Legba, like a, a trickster who is um, half devil, half man. It, it's like uh, also kind of Alegua, which is the child. Have you ever, ever done any sort of like Yoruban kind of like Santeria voodoo kind of stuff? No, but this is like, ooh. Well, what you seem to be doing when I'm watching you, when I was watching you, it was really like you were in a trance. Like you kind of come out of... I think you, when I first saw you backstage, you were very sweet and polite and, you know, kind of focused on what you were going to do. And then you were in a trance when you're on stage. It was like a different being. And there was no um, hesitation, no fear, no, uh, no like, you know, uh, barrier between you and the audience. You know, and you're spiritually kind of going in there. And it really reminded me of the trance states that I've seen people go into when they are part of that religion. You know, there, and there's all of these different um, icons, but it was a little bit of Chongo, it was a little bit of Aleguo, it was a little bit of, um, you know, all, all these different gods and goddesses. And I think it's an interesting, you should look into Santeria. I'm going to look this stuff up. Yeah, this look into, really interesting. it's really interesting, but I think that because uh, the, the way that your posture and the, your, um, all of it, it was it was just so uh, beautiful. So maybe that may also explain all of the different um, different like sort of subgenres underneath Brent, Brent Star. Oh, see, I didn't. Know. There's no telling. You know, I truly believe that a lot of us have past lives. Yeah. And there's no telling where I come from. Right. You know, of course, besides the humans here on Earth, my mm -hmm. mom and all them, but. I, I don't I don't even know any of that. All I know is in my mind is when I'm backstage, I feel like Brent. Mm -hmm. And when I'm on stage, I'm Brent Starr. So right. that's how it clicks in my brain. But I didn't. Right. But what you're saying is very interesting. And yeah, it could be a lot of that. And I don't even I know it. It's like a, it's a the, well, part of the, those religions. Part of it is that um, we are unworthy to speak to God. So we have to speak to God through all of his different henchmen or personas or drag personas and so so if you look at it as brent is god but brent can't speak to the audience 
Brent Starr can speak to the audience. Avant-garde can speak to the audience. This, the cat can speak to the audience. But Brent, it's too high up to touch the people. So it's that kind of a, a that, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was like, so fascinated and excited to meet you and talk to you and tell you about it because I think that there's a deep, there's a deep well of, of inspiration there you can get because I think that you may be from that. You know, that may be something yeah. spiritual, <clears throat> you know. It's, um, it's really very beautiful. I can't wait to go and Google that. Google has spoiled me. <laughs> well, you have all the information at, at your fingertips, so, and then yeah. you, you know you can you can see. There's um there's a there's another there's another goddess that I saw when you were performing is Olu, who is um she's the guardian of the cemeteries. So she's like she's like the dark one, but she's the one that you need to like get to because she ends everything and she begins everything. There's a little bit of Hindu also. In what you do is like like a kali, you know, with a with a chain of human heads around your neck, oh you know, like God. like there's a lot of different gods and goddesses that you can look at because I think what you're doing is pretty spiritual I never I I am very much a spiritual person right I can see but that. I have not studied those different religions maybe there's a time that I'm supposed to maybe yeah, yeah. I, I went through that I went through that phase and then I built a um, a uh, like a Yoruba Santeria church in my house uh, in Los Angeles and um, my husband helped me put it together, and you know he he and I collected everything. And then, then there was a time when I couldn't go there anymore. Then they, then they, they sort of the the spirits there asked me to not come. They were like, "You can just do your life now. You don't have to work on this." And so it's still in my house. And every once in a while, I'll I'll go in there and I'll just smell all the candles and all of the little like. It's a little bit Catholic stuff. It's a little bit of like um, Mexican stuff. It's a little it's yeah. a little of everything and. Um, it's just a, you know, it's kind of a place where sort of all of my spirits are. So maybe that's a, it's a good way for you to look at all of, you know, like avant-garde and all the different yeah. people that, that Brent Starr is, that you can, you can think of them as, as, as the gods and goddesses that reside within you. That is fascinating. I also play a little girl. Oh, really? Sometimes. Yeah. That's cute. I try to switch up, because I'm working on a bunch, um, I want at least three more characters. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the little girl? The little girl is just... A fun character that I came up with by it. There was really no planning for her, just like Avant Garde. Actually, Avant Garde was born from that big purse. Somebody, <laughs> somebody gave me that purse, and I said I'm gonna do a character. But that, but that's where inspiration that's comes from. Sometimes, really, you get an object and you go, "Who would have this? Who would carry this?" Purse? It's from the purse to the jumpsuit, and then yeah. I said I'm gonna call him Avant Garde. Right, and then so that's why I'm working on his voice and everything. The little girl came from I saw this little jacket. It looked like Minnie Mouse, and the girl her name is Minnie Biggs, like Biggie Smalls. Oh yeah. <laughs> and when, so when I first put on the jacket, I had this blonde wig and this big old bow. I saw a bow in the store, this beauty supply store, and I was like, I got to do that for something. Yeah. Ooh. And so when I first did it, it was just Minnie Biggs, and I thought that was just cute. And then someone said, um. I like a little girl character, and that's when I was like, oh, she should be more like a little girl. Right, right. And so she would say stuff like, my daddy, he a doctor, because everybody always calling him for drugs. <laughs> you know? So she's like super, super innocent, but she'll say stuff that's like totally revealing. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So yeah, I really, I really, I can't say how much, I, I'm so glad that I got to meet you. And you know you're you're marvelous, and I want people to see your show. So now you you do it every Thursday there at the yes, Laughing Skull. Yes, Thursdays at the Laughing Skull at ten thirty. It's every Thursday. Yes. Um, 
he's saying that he might take it down to every other Thursday because he wants to bring in another show. Mm-hmm. But after last night, I think he might keep it. I think so he we'll should see. keep it. Is yeah. it Marshall? Yes. Yeah, I'll tell him to keep it. <laughs> because you're really special. And then so where else can people see you performing? Well, um, I do stand-up all the time, like at open mics. Mm-hmm. Laughing Skull is my only like show. Mm-hmm. And then I also host game shows. Oh, a good. bingo show on Mondays, and then I host adult trivia on Tuesdays. Oh, my goodness. And then, so here and there, I do guest spots as in doing drag show, and then I do stand up comedy. Oh, and I do kids' parties. Yeah, tell us about that. What, <laughs> yeah. That's so right, too, that you should do that. You should definitely do kids' parties. Well, a lot of people, when they first hear that, they think it's a joke, right. which is perfect for me because I'm laughing at them. And then, because every time they find out, I'm serious. They're like, oh, shit, you do kids' parties for real? I'm like, yeah, bitch. Um, <laughs> and I really do Spider-Man a lot. I love and it. And once I put on that mask, and, you know, as a performer, it's just like sometimes being a waitress, you, uh, you know, you want those tips. So when I'm Spider-Man, you know, sometimes the parents, they would tip you. I Brent Starr sits down, and I really try to become the Spider-Man. And sometimes when mm-hmm. I'm a pirate, I really become a pirate. Well, yeah. like a Disney, old school Disney pirate. Mm-hmm. Hello, kids. Now, on the count of three, I want you all to say, ah! <laughs> and they'll do it. It is so adorable. Uh-huh. I really get into those characters for those kids because I... It's, I think it's exciting to perform for kids during the day and then the adults at night. Yeah. And right. to see the, 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 um, the incredible similarities. Like some of the kids, they, who know Spider-Man, they're excited about him. And then, but there are some who are terrified. And in, in my adult performances, there are some people who like Brent Starr. And then there are some conservative adults who are afraid of me. And this, the reactions are the same. It's the exact mm. same. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Hmm. That was a quiet, like that was a serious, more of a pensive. Yeah, like a baby fart. <laughs> okay. I want you to re-record the 60 minutes opening. Oh. My GPS is still on. Talk about your destination wait, wait. is on the right. I want him to re-record the 60 minutes intro <laughs> tonight on 60 Minutes. <laughs> That's funny. On 60, yeah. It's so funny. Exit. There we go. Oh, yeah. Girl, you're here, honey. Yeah. She's not lost. She got here. She got here. This We're at your house, but it says, my, my GPS just said your destination is on the right. And Mark, oh, no, she said, well, that would be you, Bob. That's your destination. <laughs> well, we we love you. I, I would love to have you on again. We'll, we'll, we'll look you up wherever we are. I would love to be on again. Well, we can um, find you on Facebook, correct? Facebook, um, Mr. Brent Starr. No, actually, Facebook is Mr. Dot Brent Star. You have to put that damn dot in there. Okay. Okay. And Twitter is at Mr. Brent Star. And my star is only spelled with one R, not two. Yes. And then have you have you done have you done like thought thought about doing like something like Drag Race or something like that? Um, I have thought about. It. A lot of people told me I should. To be honest with you, um, that show kind of intimidates me a little bit. Um, I don't know if I really want to do Drag Race. I would love to, but I don't know. You'd be amazing on it. I mean, I think you'd be really phenomenal. So you should think about it. If you want, I would love to do Drop Dead Diva. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that too because I really think you should be on, and um, we'll we'll find something genius for you because you're really a genius and you're a beautiful young man. And thank you so much. I really I want to I want to see you um, on TV and the movies and and you know on more on stage. And so let's make that happen. Let's do it. 
Someone made a suggestion last night. I don't know how you feel about it because you're on a different level than me, but um, they said we should do like a two-person show at the jungle or something. I'd love to. I would love to. We can play different characters because okay. you have a lot of characters in you too. Yeah, and I really also enjoy um, talking with you on stage. Yes, that, that was fun. We had a really good time and mm -hmm. it was really immediate. And it, it was just so, it was like, I didn't want to be there by myself. I knew that you had to be there and it was just so perfect. And she was ready for me. I said, um, how's your show coming along? And instead of saying Drop Dead Diva, she goes. Oh, I said, oh yeah, you mean Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know, I mean, it's just like, you know, we have a natural <laughs> rapport. So let's, let's talk about that. Does she, does she, the, the, the Grey's Anatomy um, actress, does she know that you um, make fun of the fact that y'all look similar or people get y'all mixed up? Oh yeah, I think so. I think so. I haven't seen her for a long time. I mean, she's really kind of, uh, I think she's she's got to like working constantly. So she, you know, I never really see her. And those those Grey's Anatomy people, they they're just always on on the, You're working on the constantly job. Too. Well, I try to because I try to do stand up and acting and a little bit of music. And we travel all over the world and we do this podcast. And you know, so th there's a lot of different things that I I want because they, in, in in me there are many gods and goddesses just like you um, that are there. So they need to be honored. Love it. And we are honored by you. Um, thank you so much. You can listen to us on SoundCloud. We can uh, be also heard on, where can they, they can sub sub subscribe. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Listen, tell your friends. This tell is a your great friends. show. Yeah, We've tweet us. We've got so many great interviews and conversations with, with wonderful people. We, we, are the, we are the greatest. We are the monsters of talk. Tweet us there. Tweet us at uh, Margaret Cho. Tweet Jim at. At Jimmy Shelter. And um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And if that birthday boy is listening to this, I love you. I know you just had a moment, baby.